Smoke a fatty and laugh it up with Jonesy in Weird AF News. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's Florida Fridays, everybody. Brought to you by the official sponsor of Florida Fridays, the pop culture antique museum and online stores. Check out freaksgeeksandgamers.com for some strange, odd, kinky, weird gifts for you or a loved one. Why the hell not? Got some weird stories that are out of Florida. Obviously, it's Friday. Duh. The Florida police arrest a man who said he stole pool floats to have sex with. The police tracked down the owner of a prosthetic ear that they found at a Florida beach. And have you heard of the legend of Florida's skunk ape? Oh, yeah. A Yeti-like creature that lives in the Everglades. I never heard of it. Now I have. These are the weird stories for Florida Friday. This is Jonesy, the host of Weird AF News, the only... Daily Weird News Podcast, hosted by a comedian, and the only weird news podcast that I know of that does Florida Fridays. Let's do it. I'm excited. The weekend's almost here. The Florida police arrest a man who says that he stole pool floats to use for sex. A Florida man arrested in the theft of stolen pool floats told the cops that he used these inflatables for sex. Instead of raping women. That's a good thing, right? <laughs> he thought so. Christopher Monin. Christopher Monin. <laughs> Monin. That's how they tracked him down. He was in the he was in somebody's pool moaning. <laughs> Come on, you can't make this up. He's age 35. 35 years old. Screwing inflatable photo of uh, inflatable floats. Man, I thought my dating life was bad. This guy's <laughs> At least I'm not dry humping inflatable pink flamingos. He was charged with breaking into the backyards of homes that had pools in Palm Bay and stealing the flotation devices, according to the affidavit. The affidavit said the defendant stated that he sexually gratifies himself with the pool floats instead of raping women. Well, aren't we lucky to have you as part of the community, sir? <laughs> oh, there go <laughs> there goes moaning again. <laughs> he was just in my pool. Now he's having sex with that inflatable shark that my kids enjoy. Well, it's better than raping my wife, I suppose. You know, it's better than he, he comes in the house and rapes my wife. That would be terrible. <laughs> I'll just buy I'll just buy a new float anyways. Monin was on a bike when the police stopped him at one in the morning. They stopped him as a suspicious person, as you should, because if you look at him, he looks like a suspicious person. He doesn't really look like someone that would have sex with pool floats, you know. He looks more like someone that would have sex with your your dead carcass. That's what. <laughs> when they found him on his bike, he was in possession of a garbage bag full of deflated pool floats that he had stolen. Obviously, <laughs> he was gonna bring them. He steals them and then deflates them, takes them home, puts them in his bed, deflated. And then, you know, he waits for one of them to move him. And then he <laughs> then he blows it. <laughs> he, bl- he blows it. And then he has sex with it in his, in his bed. <laughs> and then the following night, it's another one. It's like, oh, oh I see you looking at me, turtle. <laughs> you want to get blown? <laughs> 
This is outstanding. Apparently, Palm Bay, Florida has been plagued with the theft of pool floats in more than a dozen reported burglaries in the past seven months. In some cases, the thief cut a screen door to gain access to the pool area. The police found approximately 75 pool floats in a vacant house where Monin admitted he was stashing them. He didn't even bring them home? He stashed them in a house? That seems strange. Maybe He probably doesn't have a... Maybe he's got a wife at home and he doesn't want her to know that he's also having affairs with pool floats. So he stashes them in a hiding spot and goes and has sex with them unbeknownst to her. I love how the neighborhood is just like, are your pool floats gone? Mine are gone. Strange. Someone broke in? I mean... <laughs> only took the pool floats? Yeah, they only took the pool floats. There was a steak sitting right there on the barbecue. They left the steak. They took the pool floats. Well, at least they're not raping women out there. I can tell you right now. Let them take my floats. Just don't... <laughs> How do you defend this guy as a lawyer? I mean, how do you... How do you... He's been arrested on charges of... Uh, the, the charges always make me laugh because they're so funny sounding. Well, burglary, that's normal. Criminal mischief? That's a thing. He's been arrested for criminal mischief. I guess that's... Dry humping other people's pool floats falls under criminal mischief. And petite theft? Petite? What is this, Paris? Petite theft. Who, who, who put that on the books? A Frenchman? Well, uh, yeah, we're going to we arrest you for petite theft. <laughs> Criminal mischief. <laughs> the media reported this last little tidbit. In one of the burglaries, Monin was accused of stealing a bacon-shaped pool float. Bacon-shaped. <laughs> That's just how they end the article. Just in case you're wondering what shape what shapes he likes to get down with? Do you like uh, Do you like curvy? Do you like your pool floats curvy? What do you like, sir? <laughs> We're gonna. <laughs> Are there pool float? Is there pool float porn out there that this guy watches? I wonder. Maybe he was making some pool float porn all in his own. That's why he was getting so many of them. He had over seventy-five pool floats. He was gonna make seventy-five videos. <laughs> Moaning the whole time. Got an alligator in my backyard and nobody cares, nobody cares. Got an alligator in my patio and nobody cares, nobody cares. Had an alligator at my birthday party and nobody cares, nobody cares. Had an alligator in the front seat of my Volkswagen and nobody cares cause it's Florida. Alligators everywhere And nobody cares in Florida There's alligators everywhere And nobody cares A prosthetic ear was found on a Florida beach The article begins by saying People find all sorts of things on public beaches, don't they? Money, jewelry, seashells, and even an alligator apparently Recent flesh-like discovery has caught the ear of one Southwest Florida Police Department. The Holmes Beach Police Department 
found a prosthetic ear on Saturday, and they were looking for the owner. Holmes Beach is a small town in Manatee County on Anna Marie Island, south of Tampa Bay and west of Bradenton, in case you're wondering. On the Facebook page for the police department, they posted two photos of this prosthetic ear that they found, and the post had over 2,000 shares and comments. The police wrote, Have you lost an ear? This prosthetic ear was found at the Manatee Public Beach. Turns out Holmes Beach had a lot more visitors than usual over that particular weekend because it hosted a special event. Maybe some of you were there. The left-sided rubber prosthetic ear was found in the sand during the world's strongest man competition. <laughs> well, guess what, guys? The story broke on Monday, and by now, Friday, Florida Friday, they found the owner of this prosthetic ear. Isn't that lovely? Isn't that lovely? Yay, yay, yay. Giving some love to the police department down there. They're, you know, I'm always making fun of how they do things on Facebook. Well, in this case, it, it worked. <laughs> and somebody's been reunited with their prosthetic ear. Who, Jonesy? Who? Well, South Carolina resident Merritt Yeager <laughs> said it all went wrong while he was on vacation with his family in Florida, where things usually go wrong. I don't know why you'd vacation in Florida, Yeager. You're crazy. Yeager had waded shin high into the Gulf's waters when he removed his prosthetic ear to place it in his pocket. Suddenly a wave smacked him in the chest, and the next thing he knew, his ear was gone. It sank, basically, he told the news. I should have put it in my pocket before I approached the water. But these things happen. A freak wave. It just got me. Jaeger and his family frantically searched the shore for signs of the missing appendage, which works via magnetism and costs thousands of dollars. Yes, I actually had to research prosthetic ears after I saw the title of this. I, I, I didn't really know that they were a thing. Apparently, they're a thing. And uh, they can be... They, they do involve magnet, magnets. They can involve magnets. Can, I can't even talk. Magnets. You have to have magnets. You can have magnets. I can't even say the word. What, what, is there another word for magnet? Because I can't say it. You have to have them implanted into like the base of your ear, and then the magnets inside the prosthetic ear will attach. Boom. Apparently, that's one way to do it, which means you got to have magnets like inserted into your skin. Crazy. But you can also attach these prosthetic ears by glue, I researched. And they cost between, uh, they can cost 4000 all the way up to like $10,000. This is, it's crazy. Uh, Jaeger and his family were searching for the, for the ear, and then they were amazed when a friend reached out to them with news that someone from the area had posted a note on Facebook looking for the owner of a prosthetic ear that had been recovered from the beach. The ear had been turned into officers, into an officer with the Holmes Beach Police Department after being found on the shoreline during the Ironman competition. Oh, yeah. Anybody's ear? Anybody? I mean, how long did they walk around asking if anybody lost an ear? People must have thought that was hilarious. When asked if this was the first ear that had ever been turned into the police department... Sergeant Detective Brian Hall gave the media an enthusiastic yes. At first, the police weren't sure it was a prosthetic ear or if it was an actual real ear. Well, come on, you got to be stupid. We posted it on Facebook, the police say, knowing that we, would, we had probably a very slim chance of finding the owner. But sometimes social media actually does some pretty good things out there. Sure, police department, I know you guys are using it. 
After contacting the police, Merritt provided proof from his doctor that the ear belonged to him. <laughs> How about you just, sh you know, Skype them and, sh oh, he, this guy doesn't have a left ear. I guess it's his. How many people without a left ear are contacting the police department to try and claim a free prosthetic ear? Although, I don't know. Who knows? They do cost a lot of money. Perhaps somebody's trying to pull some kind of ruse. The police department shipped him the ear. <laughs> Fragile. Merritt says he plans to tell people he was riding a manatee when this happened instead of what really happened. <laughs> but it was his wife who got the last word in. She said, I let my husband have it when he lost the prosthetic. She told the news with a laugh. I was pissed. This is a funny family. I guess you got to have a sense of humor when you got prosthetic ears. You really do. It, it is kind of funny. Life, life is strange for some people with these prosthetic ears. Anybody out there with a prosthetic ear? I'd love to know more about how you, uh, how you manage it. Like, do you have to clean it daily? Like, how does this work? I'm, I'm just curious. Does it smell weird? What, <laughs> what's it feel like? Could someone mail it to me? I just want to touch it, and then I'll mail it right back, I swear. Maybe I'll just walk around on the beaches of Florida and see if I can find one myself. I should do a whole episode on prosthetics. Because what other prosthetics are out there? There's prosthetic balls. See, I, I've not, I haven't seen them in my real, in my eyes in real life, like in front of me, but I, I saw online that these are these are a thing. Are, are there prosthetic nipples? I wonder if there are. Possibly, could be. Maybe you've had your nipples bitten off during, um, you know, a, a feeding frenzy. <laughs> what a silly mood. The Pop Culture Antique Museum online store, the official sponsor for Florida Fridays, is a paradise for freaks, geeks, gamers, and collectors. They have tons of old school collectibles. It's like taking a trip down memory lane. You need a gift for that someone who has everything? Well, do they get a 1996 Star Trek Voyager calendar? What about a 1954 Monopoly board game? Are they from Florida? I'll bet they don't have a Miami Dolphins motorcycle helmet. No! The Pop Culture Antique Museum is where you want to go for weird, unique, hard-to-find gifts. It's a blast from the past, baby. It's where your childhood memories come alive. Don't forget to like their Facebook page, the Pop Culture Antique Museum, so you can get daily updates and watch their weekly live stream show every Friday at 8. All items sold directly benefit Puffy Paws Kitty Haven of Englewood, Florida, the world's greatest cat house, a non-profit cat hospice and rescue. The Pop Culture Antique Museum online store, a paradise for freaks, geeks, gamers, and collectors. Go on, buy something weird. You deserve it. Go to freaksgeeksandgamers.com. Freaksgeeksandgamers.com. Oh, this is great. In the Everglades, did you know, there's a legend. There's a legend of a Sasquatch-type creature. A Bigfoot, if you will. But it goes by the name Skunk Ape. Yes, legend of Florida's Skunk Ape lives on. This is a great article. Mad props to my buddy Ryan for sending this one to me. We, I mean, this is great. I had no idea about the Skunk Ape. The Sunshine State, the article says, has beautiful beaches, thrilling theme parks, and great nightlife. But did you know... It's also the home to the elusive and mysterious skunk ape. Isn't it nice to learn? As you head west on US 41 toward Big Cypress National Preserve, you'll pass Clyde Butcher's Art Gallery in the United States' smallest post office. Wow, the smallest post office in the US is located in the same area? And then you'll reach the official Skunk Ape Research Headquarters in Ochopee, 
on Tamiami Trail near Naples. I can't say any of these words. Basically, it's near Naples, Florida. The Skunk Ape Research Headquarters. They actually have a headquarters? That's fan. That's like amazing. There's probably not even a, a possum research headquarters anywhere in the country, but there's a skunk ape research for like a fictional creature. <laughs> it is here in the depths of the Florida Everglades where Dave Sheely has dedicated his life to studying this smelly, elusive skunk ape. Sheely and his son Jack conduct studies. They investigate reports on sightings and they bring awareness to the elusive creature of the Everglades. I got a recording of this guy talking about it. Should I play it? Okay. The what? A lot of folks coming here, the first thing that they ask is, what is the skunk ape? Personally, I've never heard of it, but I think it's pretty cool, uh, the myth. The skunk ape, it's like the southernmost relative of Bigfoot, like a Yeti or Sasquatch. All these stories over the years add up to the sightings of some sort of large mammal in the glades. Yeah, big mammal. That's a video of something running through the the grass. They claim that it's the skunk ape. I've watched I've watched the video back and forth. It's it could be a regular monkey ape of some sort. It doesn't I don't uh <laughs> I'm not buying the skunk ape, but I love the legend cuz it's weird. I love that people are talking about it. People are looking for it. There's an actual headquarters for the shit. That's outstanding. I mean, <laughs> what more do you expect in the Everglades? Dave Sheely, who is the father, and he's been studying this thing for decades, apparently, he insists that there are seven to nine of these skunk apes currently living in the Everglades. He also says the legend of the skunk ape here in the Florida Everglades goes back hundreds of years, all the way back to the indigenous cultures. Yes, yes. Sheely himself claims to have seen one of the hairy man-like beasts as a child. And again, three more times, including in 2000, when he shot video of the creature in an open field. Yeah, that's the video that I watched. He says, I was actually looking for a deer that day. I wanted to get some photographs for some hunting friends of mine. That's when I heard something moving in the water. It was running. It wasn't, it wasn't running like a deer or a bear. Is it true or is it just a myth? They ask him. Well, in the Everglades, anything is possible. <laughs> According to Sheely, an average male skunk ape, in case you think you might have seen one, they reportedly stand 8 feet tall and weigh about 450 pounds. The females are smaller. Both are covered in long, reddish, or black hair, similar to an orangutan or a gorilla. Yeah, because they're probably an orangutan or a gorilla. They stand upright on two legs. It's, here's a quote from a Naples tour bus operator. It's all in the history books. Folklore about the skunk ape in the Everglades. People know about it. Some guys claim they've seen it out here at night sometimes. It's hard to say what it is or what it's not. There's a primate facility nearby. The primate facility is in Hendry County. It's known that there have been escapes from there. Maybe it's some kind of primate that's running around. Or maybe there is a real Bigfoot skunk ape smelly thing. Who knows? Only time will tell. Evidence will tell. Yeah, I'm going to say it's probably... Something from the primate facility, sir. <laughs> He's so stupid. Well, you know, there is a primate facility right down the road. Maybe it's, <laughs> maybe it's a, an orangutan. Yeah, hey, that's a, that's a good uh, estimation. Guys, maybe you can uh, 
Maybe we can get a, I don't know, cease operating the Skunk Ape headquarters because I think we solved it. I don't even have to go down there. There's a primate facility next door. Get the hell out of here. Are you people out of your brains? Primate facility. <laughs> Where there's smoke, there's fire. Skunk ape. You're out of your mind. I like it, though. I do like it. I like weird shit, you know. I, you, I, I've mentioned Bigfoot on here before. I, I'm not s sympathetic to this whole Bigfoot story at all. If the damn thing is a relative of ours, that means it branched off from our early primate ancestors, you know, 500,000 to, you know, 2 million years ago, who knows. That being the case, you would have found a skeleton already. <laughs> There's no skeleton. There's no Bigfoot. How do you know we would find a skeleton? Would we? Yes, you would. We are finding dinosaur skeletons. They've been extinct for 69 million years. They're still hanging around. They're skeletons. You mean to tell me something only 2 million years old or whatever, whatever? Half a million years old? The skeleton isn't available? <laughs> These people are out of their minds with the Bigfoot. Like, I'm, I, hey, look it. I'm not going to... I don't want to spoil their fun, you know. If, this, if you, your idea of a good time is wandering into the woods with a video camera and trying to find footprints of a of what you think is a you know I should say what I think is a mythical beast then you know have a great weekend at it I don't know that's what they do there's like I was reaching out to the Southern California Bigfoot Association which apparently they go on they go on Bigfoot uh hunts and I was trying to link up with them cuz I wanted to go on one um, but they just won't get back to me. I think they sniffed me out. I think they know I'm going to be a skeptic on the trip. I, I would have, I would have totally on that trip though, looking for, I would have totally pretended that I was into it and that I want to see it. And then, you know, and then wait till the end of the trip and then be like, haha, you guys are dumb. <laughs> and of course we're not going to find anything. The skunk ape, though, just another thing to, you know, just another aspect of Florida that just, you know, makes it just a great destination for tourism, I would say. Yeah, get down to the Everglades. Go, just go wandering out into the swamp looking for a skunk ape. Yeah, I'm sure nothing will happen to you. It's totally safe. <laughs> oh, yeah, baby. I see you. I see you floating in that pool, baby. You looking out of sight. Oh, yeah. Daddy's gonna come to you. Soon as I figure out how to hop that fence. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna... I'm gonna get a hold of you, baby. You know what we're gonna do tonight. Just me and you... Inflatable alligator, I see you looking at me. Oh, yeah. We're gonna do it. We're gonna do it all night. Yeah. No doubt. I'm hung up on your love. I'm gonna deflate you. So I can inflate you. Oh, 
deeper and deeper. I'm in love with you, sweeter and sweeter. I stole you from a pool, eager and eager, yeah, to inflate you and make sweet love. Please her, please her. All night long I'm sleeping with a pool float. I'm gonna hump you, hump you, hump you. My pool float. I'm gonna rub you, rub you, rub you. My sweet pool float. I'm gonna want you, want you, want you. In my spare house. Oh yeah. Cause my wife can't know. My wife can't know that I got a stash of sexy ass pool floats. You know what I'm talking about, baby. Oh yeah. <laughs> We're going to be doing it all night as soon as she leaves town. Thankfully, my wife's a flight attendant, so she goes for days. And that's when I'm going to come around. I'm going to make love to all 75 of these floats. That I've stored in an abandoned home. Oh yeah, the sexy floats. I deflate them and inflate them. <laughs> I'm gonna give one to my friend. Cause he needs some loving too. I can't tell you how much I love you. Pool float. I'm gonna love you, love you, love you. I'm a sweet pool float. I'm gonna hump you, hump you, hump you. Inflatable bacon shape. I'm gonna love you, love you, love you. In every way. Oh, yeah, in every way. In every shape. I like pool floats that are. I like big ones. I like small ones. I like ones that have a hole in the middle. I like ones that have a cup holder. One time I made sweet love to the cup holder area all night long. It was fantastic. Oh, yeah. Oh, baby, the weekend's here. Wasn't that a great episode of Florida Fridays? I hope you enjoyed the stories that I chose. It was difficult. There was a lot of good ones. And I appreciate all of you for sending me Florida stories, as you typically do during the week. It's very helpful. Uh, yeah, big shout-out to the Pop Culture Antique Museum and online store, the official sponsor of Florida Fridays. Check out FreaksGeeksAndGamers.com. Buy something from my buddy Rick, something from his store, something weird for you or a friend. It's pretty cool. Uh, check out the Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Weird AF News for other ways in which you can support Weird AF News. Someone sent me a Facebook message. They're like, what is the Patreon, Jonesy? I don't know what that is. It's like, do I not describe it in detail enough? I thought I got pretty down. I mean, I talk about it every day. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a website that you go to where I upload. I put on extra content on there, like bonus episodes. They're on there. You get access to these things if you join the Patreon. How do you join the Patreon? Well, you can click on join, donate, and there are levels of participation. You can donate $2 a month. That's the lowest level. All the way up to like 50 bucks a month, I think is the biggest one, which no one really does. But a lot of people do two bucks a month because that's like buying Jonesy a beer. That's pretty affordable. That's pretty cool. So that's how it works, the Patreon. And unless you join it, you can't get access to these these uh, this extra media that I put out there. Like videos, bonus episodes, interviews I've done with like a professional cuddler. I did an interview with the program director of the Museum of Disgusting Food. There's a video of me at the Museum of Disgusting Food that's in there. Pretty cool stuff in there. Anyways, that's that's how it works. I just assume everybody knew how it worked. But apparently not. So I'm just laying it out there for you guys. 
So over the weekend, just think about it. Think about joining the Patreon. Supporting Jonesy. This is how we do it. Support me on Patreon. I uh, did a lot of singing in this episode. Hope you don't mind. I'm just kind of feeling myself. When the weekend comes, I get excited. Florida Fridays comes, I get excited. You know, and I express myself. I have other announcements to make. What are they? Oh, yeah, call the show if you feel like it. 646-450-2012. Call me over the weekend. No doubt I'm going to hear from the angry Florida man this weekend who uh, just thinks I'm just constantly unreasonably putting Florida down. I don't think it's unreasonable at all. I think the state is whacked. And I'm going to continue to put the state down until they get their act together. So take that, Florida man. Your state doesn't have its shit together. And it deserves to be made fun of. You call me all weekend. I don't care. Call. Do it. You got no... You got no... There's no defending ridiculous state of Florida. It just isn't. I got a little mad there. Sorry. Also, follow me on Instagram, at Funny Jones, on Twitter, at Funny Jones, and on Facebook, it's Comedian Jonesy. Email me, funnyjones at gmail.com. Send me some articles. Tell me you love me. Tell me you care. <laughs>